Hey, it's Jesse, and I am very excited to bring a new series here for you on the podcast. Uh, as you might have noticed, uh, the last couple of weeks we've been sort of uh, <laughs> cocooned, focused on service with the Freedom Teachers community and the Ultimate Mind uh program that's that's happening. And so we've got some really exciting new content here for you on the podcast. So here's what's going to happen. We actually took a uh, session or a couple of sessions that were recorded live in our Ultimate Mind community. And this is very fresh information. Uh, this is actually the first time it's ever been released publicly. And we are taking the next three episodes to explore what we are calling ultimate energy, ultimate love, and ultimate money. And these are three fairly important areas of life. You know, your physical energy, your, your uh, vital force, and your, your body, then um, that'll, that'll be actually in this episode right here for you. Then in our next full length episode, we'll be releasing a uh, podcast around love and around experiencing more of it and uh, not the, you know, what a lot of people experience is sort of a, like a trading game, you know, I'll give you this if you give me that. Um, but there's, there's other ways to experience this amazing emotion and frequency called love. And then in our third full length episode, the third part in the series, we'll be focused on money and the uh, way that it actually flows and how to have not only more of it flowing in your life, if that's important to you, um, but how to have better money coming in, how to have money flowing in that is a, a representation of your vision and the, the deepest values that you have so that you feel really good about making it and that it's really good for others too. So with that being said, I invite you to fasten your seatbelt and enjoy this recording on Ultimate Energy recorded live for our Ultimate Mind community and uh, really looking forward to hearing your thoughts on that as well. So tune in. Uh, let's get ready for ultimate energy. Need nothing. Appreciate everything. Have it all. Welcome to the podcast that helps you architect your most self-authorized, productive, and fulfilled life. Join action philosopher Jesse Elder on a journey to greater joy, freedom, and wealth of every kind as he shares insights gained from the leading edge of liberated living. The hardest part is accepting just how easy success can be. And now, Jesse. Hello, dear Ultimate. Ultimates, welcome to session nine. This is uh, Ultimate Energy. And this Maybe uh, another video that you'll want to go back to a couple of times. Hello. Good to see you. Hey, hi. So here's the deal. Uh, energy. Without it, uh, you dead. <laughs> Life energy. Vital force is what uh, today's session is about. So we'll give it a couple of seconds. Man, we got all the superstars here. Hi. This, uh, you know, this whole experience of, of Ultimate Mind has been such a beautiful uh, collaboration, you know, such a beautiful co-creation. And I, I very intentionally uh, don't use the word transformation because that, that word, while, while it's not inaccurate, the, the idea of transformation 
implies a little bit, um, for me anyway, it implies a, a little bit of insufficiency, you know, like, like there's something that hasn't happened yet. There's something that, you know, isn't quite right. And so you have to change it. And so I don't particularly use the word transformation, although it's very powerful. It's, and it's very popular. Uh, it's, it's probably more popular than it is powerful because there's so many people that feel uh, a deficiency. You know, they feel in lack. They feel uh, like they're not enough. They don't have enough. Uh, and because and from that place of lack, the word transformation is very attractive. You know, here comes somebody telling you, I'll help you transform. You're like, oh, God, please save me. But to, to rely on somebody else for your transformation is a denial of your own gifts. It's a, a complete ignoring of your own power. And that's what I believe separates you uh, from a lot of the world. You guys still hearing this? Are you okay? Can you hear? So, the, so transformation, while maybe it's not inaccurate, but I think it is a little bit incomplete. Um, I think expansion is a naturally occurring phenomenon. And you're always expanding. You're always changing. So you don't need somebody else for your transformation. You get to share the ride with other people. And to me, that's what makes Ultimates so special. Because you're, you're all complete exactly as you are. You're a perfectly functioning human being. Your, your value is not in question here your worth, your, your worthiness, you're born worthy. You're born enough. And there's nothing that you have to do to earn that worthiness. And so from that place, from that perspective of being enough and feeling enough, then life is an adventure of co-creation. And so as we go into session nine about energy, this is going to be a really, uh, a really useful perspective here. What if being tired, fatigue, burnout, what if those were all simply perceptions? What if, if you want to have more energy, what if you just stopped pretending to be tired? Now, of course, we're going to talk about self-care and we're going to talk about a whole bunch of uh, tactics and techniques that you can use. And that's what today is about. But underneath all of those tactics and techniques is an ownership of your actual energy, an ownership of your actual power. And you know that feeling when you're just in the zone. You know that feeling when you, when you just feel so connected to your power. You feel so connected to you and you feel so radiant and so glowing and you just feel that and and there's not anything that is on the outside that's taking it away from you it's a simple choice to allow your energy to begin to bubble up and allow this energy to come to come in and so there are things that you can do to support that there are things that you can do to restrict that but nothing is more important than recognizing yourself as a receiver and a transmitter 
of energy. Matter of fact, you can try it. Try it right now. Just take a few seconds and get, get present. Really get into your body. Maybe you want to take a couple of breaths. And inside of you, uh, you might feel it more in your chest. You might feel it more in your solar plexus or your stomach. You might feel it in your, uh, you know, in your head. You might feel it, um, you know, tingling. Uh, maybe you feel it a little bit lower. <laughs> but wherever you feel your core, put some attention on that. Put some attention on your core. And as you pay attention to your core, wherever your core feels like right now, you'll be able to feel a certain direction of the energy. And, and here's exactly what I'm, what I'm talking about. Make it a little, more, a little more comfortable here. I'm actually going to do some stretching while we're having this dialogue. Okay, so where that core, wherever you feel your core, let's say, let's say it's in your solar plexus, you can feel for a flow. And the flow is either from the outside in, like, you, like there's a, a need, like you, you feel unsettled and, and you need something to fill it up. Or you can feel an expansion. You can feel a, a radiance, like it's coming from the inside out. And so I'm just going to invite you for a couple of seconds to, to feel for the direction of this energy. Does it feel like the, the energy is kind of uh, collapsing and, and constricting? Or can you, with a little bit of thought, a little bit of breath, can you become aware of an energy inside of you that is blooming, that is, that is blossoming? This may or may not be at the level of emotion. It might just be a sensation. Does that make sense? And it, and it eventually makes its way to emotion. You know, fear is a constriction. Love and appreciation is an expansion. And all our hearts really want to do is just feel the movement of that energy. So when you feel sad or you feel uh, very lonely or you feel disconnected or isolated or even, even depressed, that is a... A, a need of your heart. It's a need of your, of your body. But with a little bit of breathing, you can just feel the energy and you can reverse the polarity of that. And you can reverse the flow of that energy by thinking yourself into back into a natural state of expansion. And so what I'm going to suggest you do right now or invite you to do it's just to feel from the inside out, from that core, wherever that core is, and just imagine that there's a, an energy center that is blossoming outward, okay? And you can think about your, uh, you know, your phone. Your phone has a, uh, a device in it that receives signal, Wi-Fi, you know, 3G, 4G, 5G, whatever. <laughs> and so that device receives the, the data, receives the, the, all the energy that's streaming. And then what it does is it converts it into 
data. It converts it into sound and video and, and all this kind of stuff. Well, similar to your phone, although far more advanced and far more beautiful, you have inside of you uh, a, a, not a chip, but a receiver. Um, your heart is a receiver. If you follow, you know, the, the, um, the idea or the concept of, of chakras and these energy centers, then that can be a useful philosophy, although not required. It really is just simple. You can feel these energy centers in you. And this is the very advanced human equivalent of a chip, the, the part of your, of your phone that receives the data and then works with the other parts of your phone to express as um, sight, sound, uh, you know, vibration on your phone. So you always have access to this energy. There is an energy that is unseen, but not unfelt. When this energy becomes very compressed, it actually becomes life. It becomes sentient. It becomes consciousness, aware of itself. And you are very much an expression of uh, and an extension of that consciousness, that, that energy. And so you can feel that energy that's inside of you. Again, not always at the level of emotion. Sometimes it's just a sensation. And by feeling for that energy, you can do things with that energy. You can guide that energy. You can allow that energy. You can mold that energy through the gift of your conscious focus. You know, as another exercise, if you want to do it right now, you can put your hands like this. Put your hands together about, about this far apart. And, you know, if you're driving right now, don't do this. <laughs> I'm multitasking, Jesse. <laughs> don't. Focus. But just put your hands apart if you're in a space to do so. And just hold your attention on the space between your hands and become aware of the feeling in your fingers, in your skin, in the, in the palm of your hand. And just notice what you're feeling. Notice the sense and the sensation. We're going to do this for a few seconds before we, before we get back to the comments. Notice the space between your hands. That space is anything but empty. This space is pregnant with possibility. It is brimming with potential. Keep your energy there. Now with your intention, just think about energy expanding. Just use those words, energy expanding. And notice what you're feeling in your hands, okay? Notice what you're feeling in the palm of your hands, the skin on the palm of your hands. What are you feeling in your fingers? And if you choose, you can Invite that energy to expand. You can invite that energy to intensify. A few more seconds. Invite that energy to come out and play. 
invite that energy to swirl and to grow and to become bigger. Got it? Okay, now just hold that energy there and in a couple more seconds, you're gonna take a deep breath. And before you do this, think about where you want that energy to go and you're gonna place your hands, not yet, keep that energy there. It's like this ball of energy right there. And think about where you would like to put that energy. So you're going to put that energy into maybe into your heart or maybe you're going to put it uh, onto your eyes. Maybe you want to put that energy uh, onto a, a part of your body that you really appreciate that's healing and getting better. Maybe that energy uh, can go into your throat, to your voice, to your self-expression. Maybe that energy can go into your brain. For a few more seconds, build that energy. And I'll give you a countdown just to make it easy. And when we get to one... You're going to allow that entire ball of energy that you've been accumulating and building and amassing, and you're going to allow it to go into that part of your body that you are really uh, looking for. Okay, ready? Five, build it up. Four, here it is. Three, that's a lot of energy. Two, and one. Go ahead and place that energy wherever, wherever you'd like it to go. And just notice how that feels. Got it? All right. Now, whatever experience you just had was incredibly unique to you. And there's no right or wrong experience. But I'm curious... And if you can type in the comments, that'd be awesome. What did you feel? Uh, what did you notice? What did you observe as you were doing this uh, particular game? <laughs> type in the comments. If, if anything comes to mind, and what did you feel? You are energy and you are much more than energy because you are an individual consciousness and you possess free will choice. So you can choose what to do with that energy. And this energy is always there. It's, it is in our atmosphere. It is in our, uh, it's in the earth. It is very present in nature. Um, and as a, as a human being, you are a receiver and a transmitter of that energy. And we may use different words to describe that energy, but it's always there. Now that was, a couple of minutes. And in, what happened is you focused your intent, your intention on the expansion of that energy and you began to feel it. Well, this energy is 
in every cell of your body. This vital force, this life force is in every molecule of your body. It is, it is within the atoms of the molecules that make up your body. And this is perhaps as close to the void as we can sense. Because from the void, from nothing, comes everything. And as it becomes everything, it is this energy. So what you just did is literally play with source. You just played with source energy and you begin to feel it in a subtle way in your body. And so there's nothing that will, there's nothing that will power you more than your awareness of this energy. Let me, let me say that again. There's nothing that will give you more energy than your awareness of this energy. So if you'd like to have more clarity, if you would like to experience more, a, a deeper sense of, of well-being, if you'd like to have an end to fatigue, if you'd like to just be in this space of expansive, radiant energy, as that energy accumulates and as you build, really it's a skill, as you get better at allowing that energy, not forcing it, but allowing that energy to come out, here's what happens. That energy will make its way up to different levels of thought and you will become ideas. This is the well, the well and the wish. Those ideas will become fully formed pieces of information. This, these ideas will become words and decisions. These ideas will become, backed by the energy that powers this whole place, this whole universe, will become the unignorable actions. See, energy is continually moving, continually expanding. That's the, the current direction of this universe is from, from the inside out. And since this universe is currently expanding, and since you are a part of this universe, that means you're expanding as well. And the way that you feel this as a human being is in your desires, is in your impossible dreams. So when you get an idea that seems too good to be true, well, it is too good. <laughs> but it's not too good to be true. It already is true. You're already experiencing it. This is time piercing. You have another version of you somewhere someone else that is already living it and is memorizing, giving you a memory and you're feeling it. So of course you feel energy and you feel some sense of enthusiasm. The word enthusiasm itself comes from Greek, ante, theos, ante, meaning within. Theos is a word for God. Enthusiasm is God within you. And when that energy rises and it builds, it expands. And when it expands, it expresses there is an expression of that energy. And so I, I love watching people's faces because you can always tell somebody's energy by their face and by their eyes, sometimes by their posture, sometimes by their movement and their language, but always through their eyes and always through their face. And some, for some people, some people are walking around. I'm going to use the phone analogy again. Um, you know, when, you, when you're traveling and you get on your phone, they tell you, put your phone in what? What do they, what do they, what do they tell you? 
those lovely flight attendants, those badass servants slash bouncers slash bodyguards of the sky. <laughs> what do they tell you? Our plane is taking off. Please put your phone. Come on, I know we got some, some world travelers here. <laughs> yes. Angel in training, the airplane mode. You put the phone in airplane mode. And when your phone is in airplane mode, what is different? I, I really want you to think this through because you're going you're gonna to love this. What's different when your phone's in airplane mode? You can still use the calculator. You can still... I don't know what the fuck you do with your phone. It's your phone. <laughs> what... What can you do on your phone when it's in airplane mode? You can still uh, play a game if you like that kind of stuff. You can still write in the notes on your phone. You can still look at your photos, all the things that are already there. Terry just nailed it. When your phone is in airplane mode, there is no receiving or transmitting. Coyote seconds that. There's no transmitting or receiving. Sarah, no data receiving and transmitting. So all you can do with your phone when it's in airplane mode is just see what's already there. But Laura, exactly, nothing's coming in and nothing new can come out. And so most people in the world are walking around in airplane mode. They are completely cut off from this energy flow, this energy stream. And there's no need in this particular session to go through the reasons why this happens. You are not born in airplane mode. You're taught to go into airplane mode. And you can see in somebody's face when they're living in airplane mode. They just have this dull, lifeless look to them. They're, they're walking around. They just have this like gray energy. And it's like you look in their eyes and you're like, I know there's something there. And and it, it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. And so I love looking at people's faces. And maybe, maybe one out of a thousand is, is fully switched on is receiving and, and transmitting. And you can see it. You can see it by the light in their eyes. You can see it in the, the expressiveness of their face. You can see it in, in the movement of the energy that's, that's powering all of us but when somebody gets out of airplane mode and they begin receiving that stream of data and they begin expressing that stream so clearly, and, and yes, when someone who's switched on, when someone who's not in airplane mode is a feeling their energy and then expressing that energy. It doesn't need to be verbal. It can be completely powerfully nonverbal. 
But you can make eye contact with somebody when you're switched on, when you're feeling the fullness of your energy, when you're allowing that energy to make its way onto your face and to light up your eyes. You can just look at someone and your energy is a catalyst. Your energy, the energy of, of your localized consciousness, that's you, your humanity, your fullness of, of you, your, the power and the presence of your being will make some sort of combustion with them. When I first began to experience this, uh, I was in a, in a very, I shouldn't say when I first began to experience it. When I became more aware and interested in growing this uh, as a skill, I was in a, a pain, very painful part of my life. I was running a business that I used to love that had now become sort of a trap for me. Um, I was in a marriage that was in, in serious decline. We had, we had just grown in such different directions and we were trying to make it work, trying to make it work. And it just wasn't working. And so I was very unhappy. I was feeling like a failure as a husband. I was, I was feeling like a failure as a, as an entrepreneur, but really those are just outer expressions of feeling like a failure at being me. I was not in my authenticity and my power. I wasn't clear. So I was disconnected from my own energy and I couldn't feel that energy at my business. I, I wasn't feeling that energy and in my relationship. And sometimes I would go for a walk. And I'll, I'll never forget this. One time I, I uh, it was kind of late at night. I, I, I left the house to just go for a walk. That was a, a normal practice. And I was walking past this um, shopping center and there's like a little convenience store there. So there's people coming and going. And there was a guy that was uh, on the sidewalk and he was walking towards me. And for whatever reason, as I was walking by, I just was being friendly and I just looked at him and nodded. And something happened. Like we just made eye contact. And I felt this, this rise of, of emotion. And it was just unconditional love. It was just as, as if something had, had kind of popped and, and pierced and then all this emotion came out. And it was just from a simple glance with another human being. It lasted about a second. We were walking. It was just like smiling and, hey, how's it going? And then that's it. And he kept walking. I kept walking. But as I kept walking, I was like, what's going on? I felt all this energy. I started crying. I had so much emotion. And it was love. It was love that had been repressed and held back. That with the simple glance of a stranger, it started coming out because it was it was buried underneath the surface. And I began to really pay attention. I was like, man, how, why is a, a random glance from, from a stranger, somebody I've never met and will probably never meet again, why is that more meaningful and more powerful than all these other relationships in my life? And I recognize this because I had not been fully expressing who I was in all of those other relationships. That night was a real turning point for me. Because I realized that it was my choice to hold myself back from that energy and not allow myself to feel that, not allow myself to express it, and instead just kind of go along with what other people needed, wanted, fulfilling my commitments of 15 years earlier with my business, instead of being myself 
and allowing other people to have their own experience. And so feeling your own light, feeling your own energy, and then allowing that energy to come out to play, the more of that energy you feel and the more of that energy you express and the more of that energy you allow to be in you and, and around you and you're not in airplane mode, you're fully switched in, switched on, the more you do that, the easier it is to connect with anybody, anyone. You can connect with anybody. I've told the story elsewhere uh, about my experience going to Australia for the first time back in December. And uh, I was on the heels of a multi-week trip. I'd been to, to uh, Dubai and Ethiopia and um, Thailand, and now I'm in Australia. And long story short, I ended up getting uh, separated and then interrogated. And I spent four and a half hours being grilled by the Australian Border Force, which is this quasi-military organization. They take themselves very seriously. And I just made it my mission that night to allow as much energy to come into me as possible. Because you're in an environment where they take your phone, they uh, lock you in this room, they leave you there for 30 minutes at a time while they're pondering your fate. Are they going to deport you? And as I found out later, this is a routine thing. They'll routinely just pull people out to spread the word that Australia is a tough place because they don't want drugs and weapons and all this shit coming in. So once in a while, they'll just pull somebody out because they can. And so I, my passport was in order. I wasn't doing anything wrong, but it was just my evolutionary experience. And so I was held prisoner for four and a half hours by the Australian border force. And I made it my mission to allow as much energy to come to me as possible because when you are tapped into that energy, you have an irresistible influence to the events around you. And I'm also fully aware of choices that I made that allowed that experience to be the inevitable result. I'm always looking for leading edge experiences and this is a good one. So even while it's happening, I'm like, well done future self. Way to, uh, way, to, way to bring this. This is awesome. And even in the middle of not knowing whether or not I'm going to be deported, not knowing if I'll miss all my meetups that I'd scheduled, that was a perfect opportunity to allow that energy to begin to flow. And it's always one of two energies. It's trending towards fear or it's trending towards love. Those are the two base energies. But fear is not a force. It's simply an absence of love. Just as dark is not a force, there is no force of darkness. There is no force of, of evil. There's only an absence of light. And so sitting there in that room, being, being held captive with all of my physical freedoms taken away, the freedom that can never be taken away is the freedom of what to think. Thus, the freedom of what to feel. And I thought, what a perfect opportunity. What a fantastic way to practice the ultimate freedom, which is the freedom to self-authorize. 
And so I'm sitting there in this room and just feeling this energy and filling myself up, allowing more and more and more and more and more. And by the time this guy, I'll never forget, his name was Tim. Tim was probably 26, 27 years old and very serious. And Tim would come back in and would say, Jesse, uh, you know, we don't, we don't have to let you into the country. You know, I, I have the power to deport you. And I'm just feeling all this energy and I'm feeling like my heart is like a, you know, Iron Man, Tony Stark reactor. And I'm just like <clears throat> blasting this guy with all of this love and all of this energy. And as I'm looking at him and he's telling me, you know, I have the power to deport you. And inside I'm thinking, highest energy wins, dude. And in my mind, I'm thinking, there's no fucking way I'm getting deported. I have a job to do. I'm here for the meetup. And apparently, this is my first customer. So I'm sitting there being interrogated by Tim. And I'm just shining this love and this light and just thinking about all the things I appreciate about this guy. You know, this is a job that he took because he wants to pay his bills. And he probably does enjoy feeling important because I bet there's not a lot of other areas of his life that he feels important. And so you take somebody who doesn't have high self-esteem, is fully self-authorized, and who doesn't love themselves unconditionally, you can very easily have them take on a position of external power where they have control of the physical freedom of another human being. So I'm just thinking, wow, man. And I'm, I'm doing all this time shifting as I'm imagining this guy, Tim, is like six years old. I'm like, I wonder what this kid was like when he was six. And then imagining him like as an old man, you know, imagine him in his 90s. I'm like, I mean, I wonder what kind of life he's going to live. So I'm just feeling all this love. And he's telling me, you know, I have, I have the power to deport you. And I'm just looking at him and I'm just verbally, I'm saying, you do have a lot of power. You, you have a lot of power, Tim. While my heart is just, and I'm doing everything I can to suppress this smile because I don't want him to feel like, you know, I'm laughing at him. I'm not laughing at him. I'm just genuinely feeling so fucking good. <laughs> and so I'm just feeling all this love, looking at him as seriously as I can. And then telling him, yeah, Tim, you, you, have, you have the power. So this game kept going for four and a half hours. In a way, I, that would have been awesome if it would have kept going for 12 hours. Who knows how much energy would have come in. And I'm so grateful for the experience. And I use that word very rarely. Grateful, not experience. But I am genuinely grateful for the experience because it gave me no other choice but then to feel that energy and allow that energy in. So no matter the circumstance, we always have the choice of constriction or expansion. And as you just experienced a few minutes ago with your hands, that energy is always available. And the more you focus on it, the more you concentrate on it and invite it and allow it, oh shit, it starts showing up. We're all adults here, right? Everybody here is over 18? I'm going to use a uh, rather specific example. But the energy of sexuality, specifically uh, orgasmic energy. Men and women have radically different experiences of this. Thank God. Thank the goddess. Men and women have very different experiences of this. But the energy of an orgasm, humans have the ability to force it, to make it happen. And yet that energy 
has its own power. And so through relaxation and through awareness and through intention, that mental focus and, and that mental practice partnering with the physical and allowing the energy to happen produces mind-blowingly superior experiences. Let's just leave it at that. Quite explosive. Quite potent. And it happens not through force, but through allowing. And this is quite literally the, the energy of creation. This is how you were created. This is how all of us were created was through this explosion of creative energy, this merging of creative energy. Now, that energy can be used to create new humans, but that's not its only purpose. It's simply used to create. So, the point here that I, that I want to bring your attention back to in case you went somewhere else for a second is that you can force the energy or you can allow the energy. Neither one is right. Neither one is wrong. And there's a time and a place for everything, but allowing the energy, feeling the energy, inviting the energy, following the energy, flowing with the energy allows the energy itself to become something so much more. Now, when two people who are in a, uh, a bonded relationship mentally, emotionally, um, in, in terms of, of values and alignment. And, you know, when people are really vibing, well, if and when that physical component becomes a part of their connection, when those two people allow that energy to flow, it really takes on its own um, life. And there's a beautiful quote, I don't remember who it is, but, uh, you know, there, there are, in a relationship, the two are breathing for a third body. And that third body is the relationship itself. It's like a separate energy, a separate entity almost. So let's bring it back to you and back to health and radiance and vitality. Your relationship with this creative energy can be one of force. You can force energy. You can make yourself do things to get fired up and pumped up. You can use all sorts of substances to chemically jack up your energy. But it's so much more powerful to receive. And when you're not in airplane mode and you're just receiving and receiving and receiving and receiving, it starts overflowing and then it reaches your cells, it reaches your organs, it reaches your voice, it reaches your face and your face comes alive and your eyes sparkle and you, you turn on. And, and it can feel uh, sensual. It, it can feel sexual. And that doesn't always mean that it needs to be expressed sexually. It can be elevated and alchemized and brought up into your heart, into your throat, into your voice, into your creative powers. Is this all making sense so far? You may have heard some of this before, or this, some of this might be brand new for you, but how are you doing? Before we get into the techniques and the practices that you can do to make something of all of this, 
Is this making sense so far? Yeah, Ben, exactly. It can feel overwhelming. Absolutely. All right. You guys doing good? Okay. So let's, uh, let's do a couple of, um, let's do a couple of practices here to make use of all of this because it's, it's wonderful as an experience and it's, and it's great as a concept, but what do you do with it? Right? This is action philosophy after all the best kind. So one very, uh, very simple technique that I've experienced is something called body talk, body talk. And if you are a consciousness, if you have uh, an individual awareness, <laughs> Ariel says, I can't wait for the love and relationship bonus. <laughs> In many ways, this is all connected. All right. So if you have, um, <laughs> I was going to say, if you have a body, <laughs> Yeah, by the way, I'm sure that we've got lots of non-physical energies here too. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe I've got some dead relatives or hanging out. How do we charge them? How, how do we, how do we, how do we get them to pay? <laughs> All right. So you have a body. You are not a body, but you have a body. So there's the you that you really are, this immortal essence, this infinite energy that made the choice very consciously to infuse itself into this collection of cells, which continually turns over. So your body's always evolving and changing. The cells that are in your body right now, Uli, that's a good one. Uh, this, the cells that are in your body right now are pretty new. They're, they've only been around for a few months and, and a few years. Yes, uh, I, Ariel, I agree. They've already paid. So the cells that make up your physical body are pretty new on the scene. They're, 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 they are new kids on the block. The older cells eventually pass out of your body. You exhale them, you eliminate them. You, and every time you go for a walk and you know, you brush your skin, there's little tiny pieces of your cells that are just always sloughing off and you're always shedding them. And you're somehow miraculously always having new ones being born. You ever think about that? You are not a container. You're not airplane mode on a physical level. You are streaming. You are streaming physical reality. Did you ever think about this? You are streaming physical reality. The data is coming in in the form of carbon. You are a carbon-based life form. So sexy. <laughs> And so you are streaming, you're streaming physicality. Somehow, some miracle creates the ability from nothing to become something. For a cell to replicate out of the nutrients and, and carbon bits to become a new cell. And when that new cell arrives, it's perfect. It is perfect. It is perfectly fully functioning. And then your cell, this brand new baby cell, <laughs> you guys are cracking me up. This brand new baby cell is born into this energy, your emotion, 
And very quickly, just like a, a human baby, the human baby is born perfect. And this baby arrives and is like, hey, I'm freshly emerged from source. Check me out. I'm a master manifester. I can poop my pants and you'll still love me. Hi, I have so much to tell you. Because where I just came from, oh, everything's perfect. And we came here to, to experience perfection. It's so good. I can't wait to tell you. That's what every baby comes here with. That's what you came here with when you're a baby. It doesn't come out that way. It comes out like, Wah. But a baby is born and then immediately is in the vibrational frequency of the family that it chose to be born into. Then continually exposed to the dominant energies and the beliefs and the emotions. And pretty soon that child takes on the quality of the energy that it's born into. Now, this may not seem very fair on a human level. You're like, oh, why does the poor child have to be abused? Yeah, it sucks when you're a human perspective. But from your immortal perspective, you're like, yes, advanced level. Your immortal soul that knows itself to be invincible, indestructible, just wants to gain some player experience. So your immortal soul is like, all right, let's say I feel pretty good about myself here. I feel pretty, pretty immortal, actually, if I do say so myself. So you know what? I think I'm going to go for the advanced setting. Let's see. Where can I land? Oh, that's perfect. Alcoholic parents. Here we go. <laughs> Your immortal soul knew what the fuck it was doing. And so that child gets to go through a perfect evolutionary experience, which probably includes some pain, probably includes some stress and suffering, maybe downright torturous shit. But underneath it all is always the immortal consciousness. Why do I talk about this child and this baby idea? Well, it's because the, the baby human takes on the energetic qualities of the family and the schools and all that. Your cells are like the baby. Your cells are born into the energy field that you are choosing to create. This is why people get old. People get old because they become all decrepit in their thinking and they start looking around at other people, which is bullshit. <laughs> look in the mirror, look at yourself, recognize and embrace your own latent immortality. Recognize that standing underneath all of this physical stuff, underneath is this immortal energy. So, you get to decide what kind of energy you want to have. And as you allow yourself to experience the expansive energy, which is always easy to feel because it always feels good. And when you feel bad, it's because you're resisting that energy. So when you just allow yourself to feel good, invite that energy, then every cell that's being replicated and born into that energy stays perfect. It stays good. It stays awesome. When I began talking to my body, Years ago, because uh, I had some lovely evolutionary experiences. I had my knee blown out one time. I had shoulder surgery. I had five, five uh, surgeries on my shoulder. I had a collapsed lung. I had broken bones, punched ribs. And every one of those was a fantastic opportunity to become present. Look, that's all that pain exists for. Make you present. From presence, you develop new awarenesses that you wouldn't have developed any other way. Those awarenesses become insights. 
deeper understandings. And those insights always lead to new thoughts, new choices, new behaviors, new results. This is pain. Presence, awareness, insight, and new. Cute little acronym there for you. P-A-I-N. So, talking to my body during all of these fantastic, painful experiences helped me to understand something. My body was responding to the way I was thinking about it. My body was responding to my requests. And I began to coach my body and treat my body with respect. And I began to teach my body and I began to command my body. And as I did that, my body healed. So talking to your body is a pretty cool thing to do. This is why unconditional self-acceptance is the foundation of expansion and growth. You cannot curse something and expect it to change. When you bless something, what you appreciate appreciates. And it's no longer a mystery to me why my body never gets sick. It's no longer a mystery to me why I can have energy to go and go and go. Why can I have the energy to dance all night long, wake up the next day and go and do it all again? Why can I have the energy to stay in this flow and to hang out with you guys and to connect and ride the motorcycle and go for a run, go for a walk and have all this shit. Why can I, why do I have the energy to go and play uh, soccer with my nephews for three hours, sweating and laughing and all of that? Wait a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm level 45 in this game of life. I, I, I thought after 30, things started to go downhill. That's what everybody that was 31 told me. Oh, oh no, wait, I thought it was 40. Everybody else that was level 40 was like, well, you know, when you get older, I'm like, fuck that, man. I'm not getting older. It's bullshit. (laughs) So the idea of aging, yes, becoming wiser and more mature is beautiful. But getting old, fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I love as my spacesuit, like Mike calls it, I love as my spacesuit gets, you know, changes a little bit. I have, I have some character in my beard that I've longed for. Now I got it. But the rest of my body is pretty much the same. So energy is an emotional thing. Not a physical always follows the emotional, always. So whatever physical condition you have going on is the byproduct of previous Energy, emotional experiences. There there is no exception to this. So if you'd like to change your body, change your feelings. And if you see something or notice something around your body that causes you to not feel so good, well, just ask yourself, is the condition responsible for my feeling? Is the condition responsible for my consciousness? Or is my consciousness under my control? Make sense? As with everything that I'm sharing here, don't trust this. 
Test it. Test it for yourself. So as an exercise, beyond just affirming and reaffirming the idea that you are this energy and you have access to as much of it as you can allow, beyond that, here's my question. Can you take some time today and find a quiet spot and close your eyes not, not right now, but later. Can you close your eyes for a few minutes and just feel your body from a place of active appreciation? If you can, I recommend it. Second thing that I recommend you do. This may be a stretch for some people, but I highly recommend it. Go and look in the mirror and go, go right up to your face in the mirror. You guys freezing? Frozen? I got you. Where are you? Where are you? Can you guys see this? Are we back? Are you there? All right, I think we're back. Yeah, I'm not sure why that happened. We've got fast speed here. Are you guys there? Hmm. Can you guys, if you can see and hear this, type in the comments, okay? We're good? Okay, cool. Thank you. So th this ex first exercise is just to, to take three, four, five minutes and just think about your body with appreciation. You may even just kind of look at your knees and your ankles and your legs and just appreciate their functionality. You know, appreciate that they're functioning and... Appreciate your lungs for breathing and appreciate your hands for moving. You know, do that for a few seconds. That's, that's one. Really, you'll really feel good. The second thing that I'm going to challenge you to do. Second thing, go to the mirror and go look in the mirror. And as you look in the mirror, look into those beautiful eyes that you have. Go look at your eyes and look for the light that's there. Okay? And you're going to stand or sit as close to the mirror as is, as is slightly uncomfortable for you. You know, we all have a, a level of comfort with space with other people and that's healthy and normal. We also have that level of comfort with ourselves. Some people walk by a mirror and they don't even want to look at it. But the only way out is through. And so if you're going to look at yourself, you might be comfortable like right back here, but look at your eyes in the mirror. You may be more comfortable like right about here. For some of you, uh, if you're really feeling it, some of you might be more comfortable Right there. And you're going to go to that mirror and you're going to look into your own eyes 
and you're going to look for the light that is in your eyes. And you're going to do this for about a minute or two. Look for the light that's in your eyes. You may look back and forth from one eye to the next, but do not break the contact. Don't break the eye contact. Maintain eye contact, looking for the light and feeling the light that's coming back from your reflection. Okay, so this is first part. Then second part, you're going to look for the being that you actually are that is behind your eyes. You're going to look for your immortality. You're going to look for the you that you really are that made the choice to become this human that has a name and a body and all of those things. So after you've looked for the light, now you're going to look for the being that is looking at you from behind those eyes in the mirror. Do this as long as you choose. And eventually you will see the deepest part of you that made the choice to become human. Eventually you will see your, your inner being. You will see the you that you really are who made the choice to have this amazing human experience. There's nothing else that you have to do. Just enjoy the experience. There's a third exercise. And if you're feeling good, uh, this is a good one to do. I would do it only after the last exercise. And this is to stand in front of a full length mirror and give some deep appreciation to all of you. Standing in front of that mirror in the privacy of your own space by yourself. Why not look at your whole body exactly as it is? Without the article of clothing, without the social mask of your wardrobe. Why not look at all of you? Why not look at all of your body from that place of light? in that place of appreciation and from that place of love. And you can appreciate your body for what it is becoming. As you look at your body and you can appreciate all of the trillions of cells operating in perfect harmony You can imagine saying 
thank you and goodbye to the cells that are leaving and you can say hello and welcome to the new cells that are being born. Doing this, you can feel that energy rising. You may feel your body tingling. You may feel warmth in your body. Your body is much more a wave than it is particle. You are streaming 3D carbon data powered by an immortal consciousness. So as you look at your body in the mirror, your whole body from this place of infinite love, this place of unconditional acceptance, as you invite more light and more love to come in, your body will, will let you know. You'll feel it. Let that little freeze pass again. I like how we have these built-in moments of reflection. <laughs> Some built-in CTFO. So looking in the mirror, looking at all the cells that are doing their thing and appreciating the new cells, welcoming them and seeing your body for what it's becoming. Then from here, after you do these exercises and you have these experiences, you will have a reinforced, reinvented relationship with your body. And you will naturally find yourself drawn to the things that you want to do, the things that your body's asking for. The things that feel right, not only for your senses, but for your well-being. You may find yourself quite naturally putting down things that just don't fit anymore. One time I didn't drink for 10 years and then I had a drink and it was awesome. And I drank for another 10 or longer. A couple weeks ago, the, uh, the muse and I were having a conversation about upgrading and about expanding. And we're both like, let's, let's, let's change some things. And so I'm two weeks or so I haven't had any alcohol and I, I enjoy a drink, sometimes a couple, but for the last couple of weeks, it's been nothing. And I haven't even thought about it. I haven't missed it once. Willpower is not a part of the equation when it's an aligned choice. And when you're operating in this energy, the things that the world calls bad don't have the same effect on you. So you can have experiences for the sake of exploration and experimentation and, and co-creation and just to see what it's like without fear that it's going to destroy your body because those are physical substances, but it's your energy that's calling the shots. And only you can know what's right for you. So, to your ultimates, how are you doing? Quite the session today. 
some rather uncommon dialogue. What I would, what I would invite you to do, uh, and, and personally I would like to, to experience this, is to hear what your experience is um, after doing these exercises. Post in the group, share here in the comments. But you are a, a body of light here for the very perfect experience of evolution. And every day is a brand new day. Every day is brand new. And you don't have to pick up where you left off. You can start fresh every single day. Every single day, you've died and you're born again. Every morning that you wake up and you stretch in your bed, that's a resurrection. Right now, you're brand new. So I'd love to hear what happens for you. First exercise Moments of presence with yourself, eyes closed, feeling your body, thinking about your body, appreciating your body. Do that for a few minutes. Option two, second thing, is look in the mirror. Look for the light that's in your eyes. Then look for the being that's looking back at you from behind those eyes. Then the third exercise See yourself, purely yourself, only you, not your clothes, not your the, the, the thing that the world is telling you to be. And if you've already done all of these, Eric, I appreciate that. If you've already done all of these, and I do recommend doing them in order, do one today, do one tomorrow, do one the next day, do them all three, but do them in order. If you're already doing these, then the next thing to do is to get really into your prime light and start pre-paving your body the way you'd like it to be. Start pre-paving the actions and the activities and seeing this future self that you want to have. Make sense? Everybody gets the upgraded life. That's right. <laughs> so you guys got it? Those are your exercises, including the pre-paving one. This is pretty powerful. All right, so rock it out. The pre-paving especially is where you take this foundation of self-acceptance and self-appreciation and self-love, and then you put it into the future. You do it a little time piercing, and what do you see your body doing? Don't get caught up in the how, just see the vision, okay? Got it? That's all you need to do. All right, then share your experience. That's the fifth exercise. Share your experience. All right. Good times, everybody. I'll see you very, very soon. Have an amazing day. And uh, go do your exercises. Peace. Power. And immortality. Thank you.